If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's talk about mentorship. Now, I have said before that I think mentorship, at least in a general sense, is overrated. Like we can all learn from everyone. It's not a question of you can't learn from someone. Like I can learn from every person in the world and so can you. But do you really need a formal mentor? Personally, I think not. And of course, that's my opinion. Uh, But the person you'll hear about in today's story has another point I agree with, but have never considered before. Did he have a mentor? No, he had a number of what he calls anti-mentors which is an interesting phrase that I've never heard before. And he said, I think I had anti-mentors, people I've worked for or with who did things poorly or in a manner that I didn't care for. Watching how they operated and the mistakes and issues they had helped me figure out the type of business I wanted to run. So like I said, interesting, you can learn from an anti-mentor how not to do things. And this principle relates to the power of observation, which is another subject I return to from time to time. You can observe what you don't like about a business or just a group or a person, a practice, and it doesn't mean you're being openly critical or judgmental. You're not necessarily walking around all the time, like making criticisms with people. You're just noticing, especially in regards to a project, an idea, or a product, or a service that you want to create. So this story itself is about a sports videographer who finds a slam dunk with a production agency. What starts as a web series about eating and drinking around the state of Maine turns into a full media production operation. That story's coming up in just a few seconds. Stay tuned. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. 
Fresh out of university with a dual major in film and government, Kurt Grazer landed a job that many would dream of. He started working as a video production assistant for ESPN and NBC Sports. He then spent five years filming, interviewing, and editing footage for some of the top sports personalities in the industry. Eventually, though, the dream job turned into a grind, and Kurt started looking for other opportunities. He ended up moving to Portland, Maine for another job he found on Craigslist. Unfortunately, he soon grew frustrated with this new position, too. So he started moonlining, doing freelance work. This allowed him to make some extra money and keep doing the creative video production he loved. Then one day, he was on a train ride back from New York City with another freelancer and friend, Alex Steep. They started talking about how much fun it would be to make a web series featuring the food and drinks of various towns and regions around the state of Maine. Within a few weeks, they had hashed out the concept for Food Coma TV. They would build a small team from contractors and enlist a friend and personality from the local foodie scene to be the on-camera talent. To offset expenses, they launched a Kickstarter campaign, which raised more than $7,000. They also drove themselves and their crew to six locations, sleeping three to five people to a hotel room, and arranged deals with some of the local establishments. While getting footage at a facility in northern Maine, the manager asked them if they ever did commercial work. And Kurt thought about it. He had originally imagined Food Coma TV as just a fun project. He didn't plan to make money from it. But he also admits that while they all knew the footage would be a nice addition to their portfolios, they didn't realize what they were really creating. Once the series was wrapped up, Kurt, Alex, and a third partner brought all their clients together under the newly incorporated Knack Factory Production Agency. With contracts from international brands, athletes, and regional personalities, they had plenty to do. And the team did everything on their own that they could. To offset costs, once again, they negotiated barters with creative and business friends. When they needed a logo, they offered to do a brand video for a design agency. For their website, they did behind-the-scenes content for a developer. This meant that their total startup costs were under $1,000, mostly on random things they had to purchase for shoots or the home office, or the occasional bar tab for their contractors after a particularly long shooting day. They divided tasks by the needs of the project, as each owner had their own specialty, and they each made about $10,000 in year one. The other two partners began to focus almost full-time on Knack Factory, but Kurt waited a while. He had a family to consider, and with a small child at home, getting established enough to secure good health insurance was imperative. So he would work for 8 to 10 hours a day at his sports video production job, then return home to meet his family and Alex for dinner. Afterwards, Alex and Kurt would crack open a bottle of wine or brew a pot of coffee and work until 1 or 2 in the morning. They had to handle client strategy, storyboards, production schedules, and budgets. He pretty much used all of his personal and sick time to work on the business. But it was worth it, because by the end of year two, Knack Factory was bringing in well over six figures, and Kurt was able to make the move to full-time himself. With everyone now all in, they moved out of Kurt's dining room and into their first space in downtown Portland. It also served as storage for the small amounts of equipment they purchased, like desktop computers, external hard drives, and a few video cameras. This space was only 250 square feet and had a monthly rent of $500. It worked for a while, but they kept growing. One day, Kurt noticed an old farmhouse for rent on the outskirts of the city. They moved the entire operation there and did a massive renovation. In addition to production space for their now six-person team, they also opened co-working desks and offered small offices for rent. This has helped with their own increase in rent and allowed them to build a creative and collaborative space filled with writers, brand marketers, designers, and more. As a bonus, they now host events in this space, often featuring workshops on all the things they wish someone had told them from the beginning. 
Kurt's advice for our listeners, perhaps for you, maybe for myself as well. Kurt says, I would advise anybody out there to surround themselves with good people and knowledge. Uh, Know that you are not good at everything and don't be afraid to get help when you need it because spending weeks on a problem that someone else could have solved in a few hours was a big lesson we had to learn and are still learning. And I would just add that I am learning that lesson myself uh, along with them and a lot of us probably. Um, But I fully agree that knowing what you are not good at Well, first of all, knowing that you're not good at everything, but then in particular, knowing what it is that you're not good at uh, and being willing to get help can go a long way in getting you unstuck. You're stuck somewhere and not able to make progress. You feel like you're plateauing. Spend some time looking at the problem. Ask yourself, okay, what is it that I'm not good at? What am I struggling with here? And then, as I said, be willing to ask for help. All right, I hope that leads you to some action. As always, inspiration is good, but inspiration with action is better. Today's show notes are at sidehustleschool.com slash 1049-1049. I also want to give a shout out once again to uh, a new book called The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur by John Jantz. I mentioned it about a month ago, and I got some good feedback uh, from several listeners. So ask for it at any local bookstore if you've not seen it already, or of course, you can get it online as well. The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur by John Jantz. His last name is spelled J-A-N-T-S-C-H. Okay, thanks a lot. My name is Chris Gillibo. I won't spell my last name for you, but I will be back here tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. This is Side Hustle School. onward project.